up, boys? This is Will from Maryland. I wrote you an email a long time ago complaining because you was taking too long to release your podcast. And I'm calling you guys to say the same thing. Now, I understand we're in the armpits of the offseason and there's a lockout. But, man, you guys can't be having me wait for two weeks. I love you guys, man. You're funny as hell. This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk more about the Redskins draft needs and rumors about the Redskins trading up to get a quarterback. We try to figure out where Josh is, and we discuss the preseason schedule and much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, what's up, armpit of the off-season? <laughs> Who was that? I know, dude. That was a pretty hilarious... That? that was Josh. That was a pretty... Oh, that was Josh? Yeah. You mean... Yellow, yellow Josh. Josh, are you a yellow cake? Oh, man. Yellow yeah. cake. We do not have Josh this week again, again, because he's a slacker again, again. Yeah, we need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Where is Josh? Hey, um, I'd like to thank Will for his uh, calling in and giving us the vote of confidence. And we apologize for making you wait more than two weeks for the uh, podcast, but <clears throat> let's just come right out here and, you know, Josh isn't going to be listening to this anyway. It's Josh's yeah, fault. The blame falls solely at the feet of Josh for that. It so falls on his shoulders. But thanks for the call, dude. The call was fantastic. Yeah, dude. In fact, we're going to go ahead and play this, your entire voicemail, because it's so classic, right after we give a <laughs> shout-out to our dog, David Lee, David Lee from David Lee Legal Services, our benevolent sponsor for an entire season. And yeah, about now. we'd also like to hear an email that we got from one Matthew Heltzer. John, you want to do the honors on that? Because it was a pretty <laughs> funny, funny email. It was yeah, his comments some, about the last podcast. Yeah, you guys have been uh, calling and sending in some pretty good stuff. And, and, uh, and uh, as we say, if it's a good email or it's a good phone call, we will use all or part of it on the podcast. Um, so, yeah, Matt in West Grove, PA, Redskins fan, Funk and Beatles fan, so he likes the music. Um, we're right there with you. Um, his email, it's very short and sweet. It says, quote, dudes, if holding hands during kickoffs is no longer allowed, and patting dudes on the ass is frowned upon, parentheses, cuffed hand or not, end parentheses, then I guess we can forget about getting a blow on the sideline. Matt in West Grove, PA. <laughs> and here, here's that uh, that voicemail that um, Will from Maryland left us in its entirety. 
Um, I know you guys will enjoy it. What's up, boys? This is Will from Maryland. I wrote you an email a long time ago, complaining because you was taking too long to release your podcast. And I'm calling you guys to say the same thing. Now, I understand we're in the armpits of the offseason and there's a lockout. But, man, you guys can't be having me waiting for two weeks. I love you guys, man. You're funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? And I love your twist on things. You know what I'm saying? You make me laugh. I'm always booting up my computer, my laptop. You know what I'm saying? Because you're the only podcast I listen to immediately. Every Everybody else can wait. I do it on my own time. But when you guys come out, I listen to you all immediately. I want to hear what you got to say. You know, and another thing, man, I love it when you did that sound effect of the Cowboys Stadium imploding and you made the farting noise. I mean, <laughs> that shit was but Anyway, uh, one more thing before I get off. I hate the Cowboys. They make them sick. I can't stand them. There's so many of them that live out here. And just like they say on LeVar and Duke's show out here I listen to, uh, what's my man, LeDuke said, Probably the majority of the Cowboy fans that live out here are going against mommy and daddy. You know, mom and dad are Redskins fans. They want to be dickheads and they want to root against the cow. You know, root for the Cowboys, and it just makes me sick how many Cowboy fans live out here. You know what I'm saying? But you know what, man? It is what it is, man. I would like to do more than choke them. I'd like to shoot them because you know you look into the eyes of these <laughs> Cowboy fans; they're all douchebags. They just look like unpleasant people. They suck. Anyway, hell to the Redskins. Hopefully we'll get it together this year. I bleed burgundy and gold. I'm a Washington sports fan, period. And, you know, so I root for anything Washington, Maryland. So I love the Skins. Let's go, boys. Keep them coming. And I guarantee you, man, don't believe it that you got three people listening to you. It's bull. It's way more than that, man. It's way more than that men. Okay, so keep it going. You're doing a good job. <laughs> One day, I'm going to give you some money, man. You guys deserve it. I've been listening to you all forever. <laughs> I caught you somewhere, you know, probably in episode 40 or something, and then I started liking you guys. And then once, you you know, I had a break in between, I went back and started listening to the past episodes, and now I've been listening to all, every single one of them. So keep them going. You're doing a great job, guys. And, man, I'll call in again one day maybe. All right, man. You have a good day, man, and hell to the scare. Well, thanks for the voicemail, Will. Dude, that was epic. Now we have to meet the other two people that are listening. <laughs> yeah, mean, dude, thanks for that email. I guarantee email. you, that man, was... don't believe it that you got three people listening to you. All right, all right. I'll believe you. <laughs> that was so guys, epic. Man. Dude, maybe maybe we'll run into him at a game sometime yeah. here in the future. That was fantastic. I do have to point one thing out, though. And there's a common misconception about our podcast that we say that if you see a Cowboys fan choke him, or we really say joke with a J, J-O-K-E, right. as we're pacifists, dude, just like the dude in the Big Lebowski, we're pacifists. We're pacifists, man. We're pacifists. Well, kind of. Off the field. But when we go on in Redskins uniforms as the scrubs across the picket line this season... Dude, yes. we're gonna be like the Macho Man Randy Savage with the arm bar and uh, what is it? What is it? The clothesline, like Chris Hamburger used to do. Heck yeah, dude! The hangman. 
When we're on the Ooh, field, yeah. when we're on the field, there's going to be no pacifism. We're going to get my no wife's Uncle Jim to be the kicker. We're going to get me <laughs> to be, well, I would have been a linebacker, but now I'm closer to Brandon Banks' size than a linebacker size. <laughs> That's what Weight Watchers does for you. All you want Weight Watchers? Josh is going to be the new Albert Haynesworth. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what do you have to say about that? Um, yeah, Josh, what do you have to say about that? Who said that, dude? Dude, weren't you paying attention? I said that you're going to be the new Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> dude. Oh, man. Seriously. So, anyway, John, you're going to have to be like the new um, Rex Grossman. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you guys. Be still, Taggart, be still. Yes, sir. <laughs> I guess I would have to be a defensive back or wide receiver of some kind. Oh, dearie, dear. <laughs> defensive back. Food makes me sick. <laughs> oh man, I love that movie. If you guys have never have grown up and went all these years without ever seeing, or some of you youngins out there have never seen the Bla- Blazing Saddles, you just have to watch that movie. It would never it would never come out in today's world with all the politically correctness that's uh, yeah yeah that Josh subscribes to. Yeah. Oh, if Josh had anything to do with it, he'd be like, dude, you can't put that out. It's too it's too politically incorrect. <laughs> and we say, dude, Josh, no politics. <laughs> no politics. Politically incorrect or not. Anyway, um, welcome to the podcast, episode 251. We've got an action-packed podcast happening, even though there's nothing happening in the football world right now. Play the crickets, please, about the football world. Um, What's going on in the football world? This is what's going on in the football world. Yep. So anyway, we do have some... Um, projections and some news um, um i get like to give a shout out to the uh uh dave cali skins guy not cali skins dude who's appara- i probably said that apparently I, Ka- I think cali skins a dude is his nemesis actually so cali skins guy was like it's his dark uh his dark twin his evil twin yeah he was writing in some um some uh, draft analysis and where he thinks the Redskins should go and this and that. We're probably going to have a voicemail on here from him for before the draft. In fact, me and John have already discussed this, and just for Will in Maryland, he um, prompted us to guarantee a draft day analysis. We're going to do that as the Redskins are drafting on Thursday night, their first pick. That's right. Somewhere around. Five. We're going to try to – it's just going to be a short little – Thing about what we think about the pick, probably about fifteen minutes or so. Right, yes, around, it's going to be we're going to be watching live. Uh, the the draft starts on Thursday, April twenty eighth, twenty eighth in prime time, and uh, about eight o'clock. Which means if the Redskins stay at number ten, their pick should be no later than nine forty, nine fifty, right around that time period. Yeah, so we're going to be live watching it, and we're going to give our. Uh, we're going to give our analysis, so hopefully they don't bump back to like 25 because, you know, we have to work the next day. Yeah, and if if they stay at 10, because I've been seeing increasingly 
more uh, reports from um, various news outlets that the Redskins are trying to trade up to uh, or trade down, depending on how it is that you uh, define it. Trading tour closer to the number one pick. That's trading up, dude. Are you sure it's not trading down? Trade, trading down would be, yeah. Trading up is to try to get a higher pick. The higher pick. If I'm wrong, some dude will write in and be a butt about it and tell me how I'm wrong and how I suck and stuff be like a butt that. About it. Yeah, we're trying to trade out of a two-digit pick to a one-digit pick. Yes. Um, and maybe as high considering some of the uh, rumors because it's, it's all rumors and slop and garbage and... And, and Bleacher you know, Report-esque. Yeah. Actually, yeah. this wasn't the Bleacher Report, though. I have to say, I've seen other news outlets report this. I don't even look yeah, at this the Bleacher This has actually report. been... Well, there's nothing to talk about because of the lockout, especially. So it's even ESPN and Sports Illustrated are both reporting on websites that the Redskins are looking to trade up as high as number two, which is owned by the Denver Broncos at this point. Because they really, 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 really want to get a number one pick or a quarterback in there. Yeah, and I've been on YouTube watching videos of Blaine Gabbert and Cam Newton and Ryan Mallett and who are these? Other, who's the other dude that's not even coming out? Luck from Stanford. He looked pretty good, actually. Yeah, he does look good. And um, people like that. Oh, but you know, Andrew Luck. But you know what? I need dudes like you guys that watch the college football games every week to be able to report on these because I can watch these little highlight videos on YouTube and it basically shows them at their best. It doesn't show me like, yeah, you know, like here's a here's a low light video of Blaine Gla- Gabbert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you put know, a highlight then, video. Then, you can put a highlight video together <laughs> of like you know Rex Grossman. He's like rolling around on his back, fumbling the ball, all like Tampa Bay, you know. Buccaneers style from the late 70s. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I mean, that's why I rely on people like Dave Skins Guy to send us in inf- information about it. <laughs> Dave Cali Skins Dude. What is it? Guy? Dude? Cali Skins Guy. Dude, seriously. Oh, yeah. Dude is the it's nemesis. Dude Man Wit and Cali Skins Guy. Oh, that's it. Dude Man Wit, Cali Skins Guy, and Will in Maryland. Yes, sir. And Matthew Hetzler and, of course, David Lee, all of our... Sponsors for tonight's show, and we do appreciate them. Yes, sir. More or less sponsors. What about this Andy Dalton dude out of TCU, the horned horned toads? The horned frogs. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. Sammy Baugh's alma mater. Whose alma mater? uh, Your mom's? Sammy Baugh, dude. Oh, I thought you said your mom. Sorry. My mom's alma mater. You're like, your mom went to college? I didn't know your mom went all the way out to Texas Christian. <laughs> he's a I, I I don't know if that's someone the Redskins would even go for, or if he's going to be starting quarterback quality in the NFL. But people are projecting him to go kind of later later in the first round, way after where the Redskins are. So you know that would have to definitely be a a Redskins trading down away from the 10 pick towards the 25 pick or so to try to pick him up. And I guarantee you that the Redskins, if they have one of these quarterbacks in their mind, like from watching those videos, I have to say that I think Gabbert looks pretty decent. He's a big, tall dude. And he can move, dude. He can move, too. Yeah. And one knock on Cam Newton, I mean, other than the fact that 
you can't trust him as far as you can throw him because obviously he comes from a, a criminally minded family. Um, although he had nothing to do with what his dad was doing with trying to get Mississippi, was it Mississippi State, Ole Miss, one of those to pay $180,000 for his kid to go to school. But he had nothing to do with that. Um, another knock on him is that uh, he's a one-year wonder. He's only had one year where he's been really good. And boy, was he really good. No doubt. But, you know, he was at Florida, stole a laptop, got kicked out, went to junior college. His dad shopped him around like he was an NFL player, like he was his agent. He ended up going to Auburn. Who knows how much they paid, for, allegedly paid for him to go there. And he only played one year, really, in what it comes down to. So we don't know if he's someone that could keep it up consistently. Who knows quite, with him? And quite frankly, a quarterback, you know, you can get away with a dude like that as a wide receiver, but the quarterback position normally carries leadership roles as well. And do yeah, we really want the leader of our team to be someone that has questionable character? I wouldn't take right. that risk. I might take the risk on him later down in the second round Marcus or something. Russell. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's possible. It's 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 really a crapshoot. None of the quarterbacks really blow my mind uh, this year. But I, I don't know. I, I really cannot decide on what I think the Redskins should go for, if they should trade up. They should trade down. I, what I really think, and Aaron, I think you've already said this, I think they should trade back, trade oh, yeah. down, and get some more early picks in the set because we don't have a two or a three. I would trade that. Donovan, yeah. McNabb, and Jamal Brown. I would definitely trade that that 10 pick down and maybe get a lower first round and a second round for it. And draft some damn offensive linemen. We've got so dudes, many places we dudes. need people. and Jamal Brown's not even signed. He could go to another team. I mean, no one can sign anybody right now. But Jamal Brown was was basically a uh, one year rental for a third round pick. Yeah, and dudes, if all right, if the Redskins do have one of those two quarterbacks or some other guy in mind, then they will they will do everything possible to trade up to where they they're guaranteed to get that guy. Yeah. So they're not going to like trade into like the number six pick and hope he's still there. Yeah, they're they're going to get to a position where they know that they're good. And it is possible with the rumors about them even trying to cut a deal with Denver in the second round because they have a – with the Shanahan connection and everything, they've had a decent – I think they have a decent chance of maybe pulling something off there. Of course, it'll probably take every single draft pick we have a la the – the uh, what was it? The Saints that traded their entire draft class to the Redskins for the number two pick mm-hmm. way back in the in the late – in what, 1999 when we ended, ended up getting LeVar and uh, – and uh, Chris Samuels, mm-hmm. it could, it would be, it would have to be something like that, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you know, last year Denver picked right before us, and we were all nervous. Like, like Denver was so cool that the Redskins management called them and said, "All right, let's let's work out a trade because we want to get we want to get up to the position." They wanted to swap like one spot. Mm-hmm. And Denver, and they wanted to, you know, who knows what they would have traded Denver to move up one spot. And Denver was like, dudes, dudes, relax. We're getting no Sean Moreno. You're going to get the guy you want. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a Rackpo. Or not a Rackpo. Who did we get? Who did we get? It was a Rackpo. It was a Rackpo. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Denver, you know, does have a working relationship with the Redskins. No, it wasn't two years ago, dude, was it? It was, I want to say it was last year. Then that was the, uh, what's his face, Silverback. Oh, yeah, it was. It was for Silverback. You're exactly right. Yeah, they're like, you're going to get your guy. 
worry. You're going to get your guy. Relax, dudes. You don't have to do... Like, they could have totally been like the Cowboys and been like, Oh, yeah, dudes, we're about to totally get silver back. But you, if you give us blah, 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 we'll let you switch places with us. But they're, 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 they're <laughs> but the Although we don't know what happened under the table. They could have just given them some cash. Who knows? I, I think I think Denver maybe... Yeah, you're right, dude. You're exactly right. It could have been some underhanded dealing, but it sounds like Denver, from all reports, was pretty cool. Yeah. So, and but, they, what's John Elway doing with them right now? Is he like some kind of? He's the general manager. He is. He's in charge. I didn't know that. I knew he had some kind of front office position. He's large tooth and in charge. <laughs> large tooth man in charge. <laughs> man, dude, we should call your our friend who went to college with you. Liz Lee, what's her last name now? Dollar. Liz Dollar. Out there in uh, what do they call that section out there in Tennessee, in eastern Tennessee? She lives in Triangle, Johnson City, the Tri City area, the Tri Town area of Tennessee, Johnson City. Cause she hated, dude. Have you ever talked about what you guys did with John Elway with all those cutouts with her in college on the podcast? No, I don't think we no, have. I I'll, I'll talk about it right now. Tell this story. <laughs> All right, it was some pizza place. I think it was like Domino's or something. Yeah, this, was, giving this out... was in the mid-90s at Radford University. Yeah, they were giving yeah. out – Domino's was giving out these free life-size posters of these various quarterbacks, a la like uh, John Elway or Brett Favre, Brett Favre. Ray, and people like that, if you bought a pizza. So we, a friend of ours named Jenny Sizer – Worked at Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> and we got her to snag us a couple of those life-size posters of John Elway. And one evening while Liz was asleep, we went over to her apartment. And we hung one on the outside of her doorway to her apartment so that when she opened the door in the morning, John Elway's big face would be staring right at her. And let me see. We put one. But dude, in, you guys made like photocopies or something because you put them everywhere. No, we didn't make there. photocopies. All of them that we put up were ones that. What's her face? Oh. Jenny Sizer snagged for us. <laughs> so we put one up there. We put one up inside of her sh- inside of her shower. So when she opened the shower curtain, that was staring at her. <laughs> we put we cut we cut out the head of one of them. And we put it underside on the underside of the toilet seat. So when she opened the toilet seat, it was staring at her. There were the teeth right there. Yeah, going down the. <laughs> Going down the stairs out of her apartment, it was like outside apartment building type thing. And on like the landing down to the first floor, we hung one up there. And then we put one, this is the funniest one. We put one on the front grill of her car. And <laughs> and she did not find that one for a week, I swear to you. Because she was so mad when she found it a week later. And she put it, she took it off the front of her car and she put it in the passenger side. Like on the headrest, and we we're like, "Why'd you put it in your car if you hate them so much?" And she was like, "So when I'm driving and I have road rage, I can just reach over and punch him in the face." <laughs> <laughs> she hated John Elway. <laughs> yeah, we should try to get her on here. We should give her a call out there in the Tri Town area. Let me see if I have her number here. Do I have her number? I'd be like, "Hi, Liz. Liz. I haven't talked to you in ten years. Remember the." <laughs> Remember when we put John Elway all over your world? We put John Elway all over you. <laughs> anyway, he's the one that would be making the deal there with. 
He'd be making the deal with um, the Bruce about that, I guess. But anyway, we'll let you know, and that'll be on the 28th, our draft special. That's right. Thursday night, the 28th, prime time first round coverage. We will be recording live, and we will upload as soon as uh, as soon as things happen, whether it's a trade up, trade down, trade left, trade right. So that means whatever we- it is we do. So that means when Will wakes up on Friday morning and he's ready to go to work and listen to our podcast, it should be there. Yeah, yeah. And then after the draft's over, we'll do a more comprehensive uh, report on the entire draft. But that's going to be our uh, our first round draft special. I guess episode 251.1. I love you guys, man. <laughs> and we love you too. <laughs> but not in the Wendy Walker. And, and that manly football. Like teammate that kind of way. football cupping, non cupping kind of way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but you can forget the bros thing, on the sideline, dude. <laughs> that was a great email. <laughs> uh, dude, another thing <laughs> that uh, we need to keep in mind going into the draft right now because we are in a lockout. One of the things that the NFL is really, really pushing with this whole uh, lockout problem. This is they're saying that not next year, but this season, they want the rookie salary cap instituted, a la the NBA. Um, they need everyone that. Talking, they do need it, and they were talking about it would be something that would happen in 2012, so this would be the last big payday for everybody. Like Sam Bradford got, what, like $100,000 million yeah. guaranteed. I think it was like fifty, and Jamarcus Russell got close to that a couple years ago. Oh, I think Jamarcus um, Russell is what really started the push for this thing. Yeah, thanks, Al Davis. He's a good player. Yeah, he's out of the NFL, and not even the Redskins would give him a chance after they worked him out. So, um, but what they're gonna do? You know, they're not a thing with the draft picks. There's a lot of people talking rumors about whether draft people will trade up and down in the first round. But if this rookie salary cap comes into play this year, once they get the CBA done and everything, you're you're not going to mortgage the entire farm on your first round pick if you have it in the top 10. You're not going to have these 40, 50 million guaranteed guys anymore. That money you're going to be able to put towards your veterans later on, which is a really, really big deal because if you have a bust in the first round, it's not going to kill you anymore like it used to. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, 40, 50 million guaranteed is a killer, absolute killer blow to an organization on the sidelines. Yep. <laughs> on the sideline. It's a killer blow to an entire organization. It's almost epic in proportion. An epic blow. <laughs> Speaking of never CBS seen before talking about unprecedented blow on the sideline. Even CBS has been talking about Hold on, CBS before you go into CBS, aren't they the ones no. that sponsor the Bleacher Report? That is correct. The Bleacher Report is a blog-ish type website that is sponsored by CBSSportsLine.com. All right, go ahead. Who recently had a headline up that said, Redskins draft needs a mess of holes to fill. <laughs> um, uh, I don't quite know what that means. I'll leave uh, that up to you guys. But some of the holes they were tra- talking about filling were with uh, Julius Jones, the wide receiver out of Alabama. I think he's going to be gone. People think he's going to be there. I think someone's going to take a chance on him earlier than the Redskins. I called it. Uh, yeah. Tyrod Smith, the offensive tackle out of USC, 
could be a possibility if they go O-line, 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 especially if for some reason they're able to trade down and get some more early picks. I mean, if they had five picks in the first and second round, I'd say use four of them on the offensive line. I don't say use four of them in the offensive line. We've got too many other people we need. Uh, well, to me... We need to get well, an outside yeah, we do, linebacker. We and we need, yeah, exactly. We need a, a defensive end slash outside linebacker guy on the right to complement Arakpo. I mean, yeah, on the right, that's normally where he plays is on the left. Um, there's a couple defensive ends, one from North Carolina, Robert Quinn, Cam Jordan from Cal, uh, maybe even Jake Locker at that point, according to uh, the CBS Sports Line report, a number of holes to fill. Um a mess of holes to fill. <laughs> a mess. A mess of holes to fill. Seriously. Seriously. Does he not have an editor? Clark Judge, do you not have an editor? Dude. Seriously. You don't know what you're throwing to the podcast with that headline. Dude, with that with that headline, you, you, you might get relegated down to the Bleacher Report. Who do you think you're writing to? You think you're writing to other like professional journalists or football fans? Exactly. Know your audience, uh, dude. <laughs> know your audience. Seriously. So, <laughs> we know I mean, all three also, of our audience, dude. We know all three of them. All three of them, and Will. Let's see. <laughs> Dudes, I, maybe if we had five picks in the first two rounds, three offensive linemen, one defensive end, and a quarterback. Maybe that. Or, or maybe a wide receiver. Or or maybe a linebacker. Yeah, dude, we do have a mess of holes to fill. Seriously. we don't. There's too many holes to fill with the Redskins. I mean... And I guarantee you, man, don't believe it that you got three people listening to you. It's bull. Way more than that, man. Way more than that, men. <laughs> Dude, I think there's millions of holes to fill in the Redskins. There are. Too. And can we fill another one? Like Dan Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to move someone else into that position. Man, I just edited that mid-thought, luckily. Oh, <laughs> Can man. Can fill another one? <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by David Lee Legal Services, who will defend us, hopefully, if we get sued by Dan Snyder. I'm sure that he David Lee, I'm sure that our benevolent sponsor, David Lee, would bail us out if we got in trouble with D.H. Donovan. <laughs> 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 and my middle initial is not H. Did he send us something that said that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I thought you I made up D.H. Donovan. I did. But I think I think D.H. are his actual initials. Is it really? They should be. If it's not, it should be. You're right. It should be. D.H. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, dudes, we have no idea what the Redskins are going to do in the first round. That's why we're going to go live. You better put some water on that damn shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if you feel like having a big, if you feel like having a big party, um, with the, uh, draft on the 30th Saturday, there's a big party at the Jack. I'm really trying not to call it FedEx Field anymore because it just turns my stomach that there's orange and purple and green ringing the top of our stadium. That really doesn't no bother me. football stadium does that in the NFL. Dude, that... You don't have colors that aren't even your damn colors around your stadium. Dude, it doesn't really bother me that much. Bothers the hell out of me. I still consider anyway, the home of the Washington Redskins I just think RFK. the Jack in general. 
Yeah, exactly. RFK. And they're just kind of like, you know, on an extended vacation <laughs> hanging out. In- For another 20 years before they can build something in the district, maybe over by the Nationals Park. That'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, at the Jack, it starts at 1130, but you got to go to their website. Um, and get an invite, apparently, or else they won't let Don, D.H. Donovan will be at the gate. <laughs> you, you don't have an invite. And you're like, oh, hold on. Let me go on my iPhone and get one right quick. And it'll be like, that's not good enough. <laughs> it needs to be printed. We need to kill more trees. Because with all these trees we cut down at Dan Snyder's uh, <laughs> Potomac <laughs> View, we have to, you know, justify Oh, wait, that. dude. They didn't cut them down according to D.H. Donovan. <laughs> He's suing the Washington City paper because they said they went all Agent Orange on him. And apparently D.H. Donovan thinks that means they actually went Agent Orange on him because he's that much of a tool. Are you serious? So he's like messing with them saying, that's not what happened. They cut them down. Exactly. Exactly. He's saying they're implying we used Agent Orange on public federal land. Well, I'd like to hear David Lee's take on this and tell us if – please tell me that – I hope if this is in Virginia's courts that they can hold D.H. Donovan in contempt for this stupidity. Just for actual stupidity. Um, but I, I don't think they can. But, I mean, well, they I, should be able I, to. I'm pretty sure when he, they bring that argument up, they'll be like, um, 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 yes. He's going to sound like the dude on a, on a, what is that, son-in-law? He's going to sound like the dad. He's going to be like, um, um, and judge. Um, <laughs> um. And they said we used Agent I mean, Orange. They said we used Agent Orange on the trees on federal land. They totally said it, and that's not what we did. And the judge is going to be like, and try to suppress his or her laughter. And then she's going to be like, uh, no, next issue. And then the judge is going to say, I wish you were sleeping right now. I'll knock you upside your head with a left foot, make your ass make up, and take out that damn trap. <laughs> Oh. oh my, my, my. Speaking of ridiculous things, all right, you know, I used to be a hokey hater when I was a huge uh, UVA fan, but I'm not a huge UVA fan anymore because of what they did with their season tickets a few years and ago. And you used to work at Virginia over. Tech when you were a hokey, fan, ho- hokey hater. Uh, when I was a hokey hater. But, you know, they, they screwed over people like my family that had season tickets for nearly half a century. So... I think it's absolutely ridiculous that some Hokie fans are out there going, the Redskins need to get Tyrod Taylor to be their quarterback. <laughs> now, now before the Hokie fans out there, and I know there are a lot of you, at least one because we have three listeners, at least one of you is sitting there going, Tyrod Taylor is good. And I'm not arguing that he's not. He was rather good in college. He really grew into that role. I remember they were going to redshirt him and they had to put him in. Anyway, because that other quarterback sucked. And he did a rather good job when he was at Tech. But, dudes, if you think he's going to be an NFL quarterback, you guys are on crack. Wait a minute, let me redo that. If you think he's going to be a successful NFL quarterback, you guys are on crack. Exactly. That's all I have to say about that. We'll let history, Well, time will tell. But, you know, I'm not hating on him. He was really, really good in college, but... No, no, no. Not in the pros. Now, do I think a team could take a flyer on him? All like, uh, uh, was it Smith, that dude out of Ohio State that was, uh, the, the Heisman Trophy winner a few years ago? Mm-hmm. They could take a, tra- they could take a, you know, a fifth, sixth, seventh rounder, any other team. I'm not talking about the Redskins. 
But a team could do that and give it a shot. He could be a serviceable backup. He could be like an Antoine Randall L type of guy who's a wide receiver who can also play quarterback as your third QB, thus saving you a roster spot because Albert Hainsworth takes up two. But <laughs> but I, I if you think that he's going to be a starting quarterback for any team in the dude, he might go to the UFL. He might play for the Shoddy down here in Virginia Beach this fall. If the UFL doesn't fold. Mm-hmm. But yeah, seriously, come on. Come on, really? Anyway, I think we should um, take a short break here and then come oh, back. Wait, 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 wait. I do want to throw in one more thing. We got one more thing in the itinerary here. All right. And, you know, as you guys know, we do not like Dan Snyder. We also don't like his little pit bull, D.H. Donovan. But we do try to give Dan Snyder props when he is due them. Like, for instance, he did those, he helped uh, build or renovate those 28 little uh, uh, football fields for kids to play on in and around the greater D.C. area, and that's awesome. That's so that, uh, that was so that Vinny Serrato wouldn't have to go so far as um, College Park to look for his up-and-coming players. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, is that guy still on the, uh, the roster there? Step on higher, seriously. I guess they can't cut him right now because of the labor. Oh, I forgot. He actually is still on the roster. Boy, did Vinny Serrato like him. Because I cut him in my mind a long time ago, but he's still just a formality. Kind of like an office space when they're like, we'll just fix fix the glitch. Remember? And they're like, he's still getting paid or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But Dan Snyder did give $10,000 to a little league that's near Frederick, Maryland, who had lost a bunch of equipment and the storage building it was in to a fire. And, you know, that's cool. He gave him $10 million? $10,000. Oh, $10,000. Did I say $10 million? I think so. Because I was like, man. (laughs) It's like, damn, that is is one macked out little league. (laughs) Um, But I do have a question to raise about stuff like this. Mm -hmm. As far as... uh, as far as things, uh, 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 charitable things like that, do you think that Dan Snyder has a staffer that just like peruses the local papers and the, the local like Northern Virginia paper and the Southern Maryland paper and stuff like that, the local ones, and he looks for things like this? He's like, oh, we could give money to this and it would help improve our PR image because, you know, they need all the help they can get. Do you think he has a guy who does that or do you think Dan Snyder's reading the paper? He's like, oh man, that sucks. Maybe I should give him some money. Because I do have a ton of money from all the beer sales. I don't know, dude. I... If he doesn't, he needs one because his P- his PR, his 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 public image is. I don't think it could get much lower than it is this year, and that's saying a lot. Consider how much he sucked since he bought the team. Yeah, it sucks. If he would just sell and the t- team to us, like if we got all of our listeners to chip in ten dollars, Josh said that <laughs> we'd be able to buy the team. Dude, Josh, could we handle that if he did that? Do you think we would that be enough money to get there? Who said that, dude? I I, I do believe it was you. Oh, man. He doesn't know, dude. There's not an app for that. Shut up! What was Son, that? that was oh, speaking harsh. of, like, all right. You guys got to listen to these pure Michigan um, ads that are on YouTube. They're pretty <laughs> hilarious. They've got one about U of M football, and they've got another one about um, 
the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions would hit a little that, too close to home for me. Dude, all right, dude, seriously. It, it, a friend of uh, Aaron's wife, uh, who who is apparently a pretty cool guy, according to Aaron. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Uh, it was like, you need to go on YouTube and you need to look up these pure Michigan sports. Uh, or pure Michigan, I guess it's a, a public service. Not public service. They're a, it was a tourism thing. Stuff. It was a tourism yeah, thing a tourism called thing. Pure Michigan, and they tried to like do these ads that like tried to get people to come into Michigan. But then this other right. guy did these farces of them. Right. Kind of like the ones for Cleveland where the dude was like, come and see both of our buildings. Yeah, yeah. Except you this know, one, he says. Kind of like that, but these are even better. Yeah, he talks about the Walmart Wolverines and and shows these guys <laughs> and talks about how you're pretty sure they didn't even graduate high school, much less U of M. Stuff and like. dudes, what, dude, dude, what was the first one that you had me watch? The one about that little, what was that little town? Royal Oak. Royal Oak. Look up, look, first look up Pure Michigan, Royal Oak, and watch that one. Yeah. Um, and then after that, watch the one about the Detroit Lions, because like Aaron said, it does hit, it hits a little too close to home, and you, you guys who have been Redskins fans for a long time, especially ones like us that wear things like Art Monk jerseys and Daryl Green jerseys, <laughs> things like that to the Riggins jerseys. Riggins jerseys, you're gonna you're you're gonna hear one part of it right in the middle and go, dude, I know. So anyway, check those out because they're hilarious. Hilarious, pure Michigan. Anyway, dude, now I think it's time. It's time for a break. All right, we'll talk to you guys when we get back from this short commercial break. And remember, you are listening to Harry Hug Football. Harry, but we're about to play that sound effect. So anyway, here you go. And now. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Hello. Yo, 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 yo. You back, John? Dude, I hurried back. Did you tip? I knew we were playing a man down again this week. Did you squeeze one out? Pinch one out. As long hey. as it's not rubbed one out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what, uh, y'all? Even though the, we don't know there's going to be football... 
preseason schedule is out. So Yes, sir. We might know where we're going to be playing those few weeks. We know where we're playing. Yeah. We know for sure. We if know where it's football. Yep. Oh, you're saying that you you might we might know where you and I are actually going to be suiting up and playing as come a, August. As a Redskin. As a Redskin. We might be suiting up in Pittsburgh on August. What is that? Eleventh through fifteenth. Yeah, determined. they 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 haven't determined the actual days for all of them. Just for the ones that are going to be on national television. So they just know it's going to be in this time frame of four days. <laughs> so somewhere yeah, between August eleventh and fifteenth, it's going to be in Pittsburgh. No, I think it's a uh, no, no home versus Pittsburgh. Yeah, sorry. And then the somewhere between the eighteenth and the twenty second, they're playing at Indianapolis. Hey, I could drive up for that one, possibly. Dude, you could. It's only a few hours from. Here. They're playing the Baltimore Ravens on August 25th at 8. I guess that's televised. That is a nationally televised ESPN game. They are really trying to push the Redskins-Ravens rivalry. September 1st, 2nd at the Bucks. Can we please not play the Bucks? Seriously. During the regular season? No, that's at home. All right, well, it's still against the Bucks. Yeah, dude, I don't know. It's... The NFC Southeast division between Washington and Tampa Bay is really becoming an institution. I guess. Once or twice a year. Remember the year a few years ago where they had us play them twice in the regular season like they were a division game? No, they didn't. We played them once in the regular and then we played them in the playoffs. We played them twice in the same season. That's a different season you're thinking about. We played them twice in the same season. Regular season. I don't know, dude. I can't corroborate that. Dude, it, it, I, absolutely. Are you sure absolutely. you didn't get that off a of Bleacher Report? I, dude, I don't even read Bleacher Report. Dude, maybe you I write just read the, the headlines report. that we get on Google every day, and I laugh every time. Like, you know, my butt to be visiting the Redskins this week. Or actually, no, a Bleacher Report would be like Redskins sign my blood, my butt, or Redskins draft my butt with the tenth round pick. Dot dot dot. Well, dude, all I know is this. Here here at Harry Hog Football, we're thinking about lifting the moratorium and maybe going to a home game this year. And if we do, we're going to try to team it up with the uh, maybe catching a Nationals game the same weekend early in the season. And if that's the case and you guys are interested in catching a game with us, and let us in and let us, you know, send us a line, tell us you're interested. I'm sure Will would hang out with us at a game or two. Dude, that'd be sweet. A little tailgate action. Will! In the ghetto around. Hey, Will. The Jack. Would you like to uh, hang out with us at a game, catch a Nationals game, maybe a uh, Redskins game with us? What, dude? What? Love you guys, man. Cool, man. We'll see you there. Sweet. We'll bring the beer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, if you guys are interested in catching a game, maybe we can uh, plan a whole weekend out of it. Hang out at a at a Wings place the night before. Yeah. We can get that ghetto hotel you got, or you and I stayed at that one time that's near the stadium. Or we could get that pretty nice one that we stayed at. That was in, uh, was that in Alexandria? We just caught, we caught the train, then we caught a bus, and then we walked. Um, man, when the hell are they going to build a new stadium? No, I'm talking about that place. No, dude, I'm talking about the one that you and I took the, uh, metro from. It was like some high rise. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. The one in Alexandria. We were all the way on the uh, Virginia side. Oh, I thought it was in D.C. proper. Nope. 
DC proper. Anyway, yeah. So if you guys are interested in, you know, catching a couple games with us, you know, send us an email. We'll make it a Harry Hog event. And what's that email address? The email address is redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's right. Or you can call us on the hog line, which is 77-HARRY-HOG. That's 774-277-9464. Yeah. And leave a message because we don't pick it up live. Yeah, give us a ring-a-ding-ding and leave us a message. Like, if it's funny, we'll play it on the podcast. Yep, just like Will did last time. A few other people have called in. Um, if you have a couple beers before you call in, that's probably a good thing. Yep. We got a couple more things here before we wrap it up. We wanted to run through right quick. The, uh, uh, the hog slop. Uh, Donovan dude, McNabb was... Did you get a sound effect for that yet so I don't have to keep like, you know... I like your sound effect, dude. There. I like yours. You like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Donovan McNabb, if you didn't hear, was a victim of a hit and run this week. Now, or at least his fence. He was not injured; it was his fence. Um, so that's the biggest news we can come up with. Well, dude, do you think that was a hit and run from like a drunk guy, or do you think it was someone being like Donovan McNabb? You suck this year. I think it was a drunk guy, or or a Phillies fan. It could be a Phillies fan. No, the Phil dude, it's not a Phillies fan because they're laughing at us all the way to that second round pick this this coming uh weekend. Dude, they already got their second round pick last year. Was it last oh yeah. No, dude, that's this year's. No, they got no dude, it was last year's because they kept whoever they got with the second round they they kept calling him Donovan McNabb and stuff. They're like, This is Donovan I'm serious, dude. I think you're bleacher reporting on this. I know you're going to go double check me and correct me. So what do we do with the second? So why do we not have a second round pick this year? Who who did that go for? Mm, Who knows? It's I think it's the third. Okay, for the McNabb and Jamal Brown thing is the third and fourth round pick this year. So why do we not have a second round? Do we do we have a second? No, we do have a second round pick this year. It's the yeah. third and fourth. Yeah, we have dude, a dude. You're right. We have the forty first right. overall pick. I think. Dude, you're right. You're right. You're right. I stand corrected. Yeah. Anyway, um. Corrected. So anyway, there's a hit and run thing. One man gang is doing his ride to provide event again that um, he was supposed to come on the podcast last year and talk about. We never, you know, that never. Materialized. Materialized. I blame Josh. I blame Josh because he was working on that that connection. Although we did get some emails from Lorenzo Alexander, like himself, not an agent. So that was as close as we've come so far. Yeah, we were close, but uh, yeah, Josh was supposed to work that. But we were closer than the Redskins were to winning the actual Super Bowl. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Lorenzo Alexander, Kedrick Golston, um, Anthony Armstrong, Rocky McIntosh. And former Randall teammates Randall L. And, and the Doxter are going to be there, along with Josh's honey, Kelly Johnson, <laughs> and Mike Wise. And Mike, I got suspended Wise. Yeah, they're Going all going to be guys there. guys negative. Yeah. Other interesting, some hog slop. George Allen, apparently, according to the L.A. Times, considered getting Andre the Giant to try out for the Redskins back in the 70s. Dude, imagine right. that. Is, can you imagine someone that... <laughs> Hello. We think we think. I mean, think about it this way: the dude was seven foot four, and who? How, what four hundred something pounds? I think he weighed close to five hundred. I mean, we think Albert Hainsworth is big nowadays, 
back then the players weren't even as big. I mean, when the fridge came around in the mid-80s for the Bears, he weighed in at 300 pounds, and that was huge. There weren't, like, all the linemen weren't 300 pounds back then. He was kind of a prototype for what's going on now. Dude, imagine if we had Andre the Giant on the right side of the line. It would be like having an extra dude. It would be like lining up four dudes on that side of the line. He would have to be the first player, maybe, to wear a three-digit jersey. (laughs) And it would be proper. He could be like number 100. Dang, man. 997. Something like that. They'd have to put his weight on the number. It'd have to be like 452 or something like that. Hey, get this. Redskins are pimping out the stadium once more and selling tickets for the Manchester United-Barcelona game with FedEx on July the 30th. That's going to be a pretty yeah. good that's gonna be a pretty good matchup there in the international yeah, be a pretty good board. match there on the uh, what I guess that day will be called the pitch. Um, two good teams. Uh, but I'm sure those of you like us who are on the Redskins mailing list will get a hundred emails, and at the bottom, I'm sure there'll be a picture of Kenny Chesney looking all uh, Kenny Chesney esque, like he's drinking a Corona and drink and playing a guitar by himself at the edge of the beach party. Yeah, and I'm sure, um, dude, I'm sure Simon Kinsey's going to be flying over the pond to see his beloved Manchester United play. <laughs> dude, I still haven't sent him his. Uh, his prize for winning the Harry Hogg Fantasy Football League last year, so so you know he's probably pretty mad at us as it is already. Why why you got to bring up stuff like that and call him a Cowboys fan? I'm just kidding, dude. You don't have to Dang. send an email about it. Dang. Um, speaking of the Redskins pimping out, and I don't even get this one at all, but they're also selling out or sending out emails about the U.S. Open golf tournament, which is going to be at the Congressional. It's not even at the Jack, nor is it anything to do with the Redskins. Why are we even getting emails on this? Because of Kenny Chesney. He's sponsoring it, dude. It's probably sponsored by Kenny Chesney. Anyway. Corona. I think that pretty much wraps up this week's podcast. Uh, like we said, send us some emails. Shout out to all the people we've already shouted out to. Yes, sir. Dude Man Wit, uh, Cali Skins Guy. Will, um, Matthew The Viagra Helser. guys that have been uh, spamming our Harry Hog football chat box that Josh hasn't fixed yet. Yeah, you guys suck. Yeah. And uh, we'll and, give uh, a shout out to Josh because I'm sure he's listening. Yes, sir. Um, like we said, give us an email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. And the telephone number to call the hog line is... 77-HARRY-HOG. That's right. And if you feel like doing what Will said he was thinking about doing and what some of you have already done for us already and hooking up Harry Hogg to uh, keep this high-end podcast going on, uh, you can go on the left side of our website just a little bit far down. It says, Love Harry, but not in the windy wall kind of way. You can click the Donate button and donate money through PayPal to us, and we would be most appreciative to talk about you on the podcast in mostly positive terms. Yeah, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins, and as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, judge us with a joke on. Joke on. Cut. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
break it down. 